0: Welcome to the Real Estate Asset Management Podcast brought to you by Break of Day Capital. The show focuses on educating syndicators and apartment owners on how to build systems and manage their properties more efficiently to become a best in class operator. 100% straight talk, let's jump in. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Real Estate Asset Management Podcast. I'm your host, Gary Lipsky. This podcast is focused on educating operators, building better systems, and becoming a best-in-class operator. Be sure to join our Facebook group, Asset Management Mastery, where we have a great community of thousands of like-minded individuals sharing resources and best practices.
1: Choosing the right insurance coverage for multifamily properties isn't that complicated, if you know who to talk to. At the Garzella Group, we're uniquely qualified to help you navigate the range of policy choices you have. And we're committed to saving you 30% in the process. We do intensive market research and have nationwide relationships so we can find coverage other insurance brokers simply can't. We should talk. Go to quotenow.biz and we'll start the conversation.
0: Today on the podcast, we have my good friend, Darren Balchelder. Welcome, Darren.
2: Gary, appreciate you having me on the show. I know I have a long last name, but for the listeners, it's Batch Elder. But I love having you having me on and I appreciate having a chance to talk with you about this.
0: And it's, I asked you beforehand and I screwed it up. <laughs>
2: still butchered that. it, but like, you know what? It's not the first time. My, my I have a long last name, so a lot of people messed that one up.
0: Mine too. <laughs> All right. So can you start by telling the listeners a little bit more about yourself and what you do?
2: Sure. So I am a, a syndicator of multifamily. Prior to that, I've been in the. Um, I also own another business that trades loan portfolios between banks, focused on residential, multifamily, and commercial real estate. Don't work with the end consumer; just trading between banks, uh, large loan portfolios. Been in that business since two thousand two, and was with a large bank, AB and Amro, and then started my own company in two thousand seven.
0: I think being a successful business person is a great lead into real estate because it's like running a business. So how did that help you, you know, start in real estate and have a tremendous, I guess, footing beforehand? How did that help you?
2: Yeah, I think that for me, you know, I was dealing with very large transactions. You know, it could be a $50 million trade or a hundred million dollar trade or two hundred million dollar trade. And so one is building relationships and two is setting expectations. And I think that carried forward very well into the multifamily world and syndication because, you know, there's a lot of different people that you have to, you know, have relationships with and build expectations with, you know, that would include your investors, you know, and it also includes your property management company and your lenders and, you know, your rehab guys. And so there's a lot of different factors. And I think that helped me in that process.
0: I've invested some money and and with you, you know that's a really important skill set I want to have in my in the syndicators I'm doing business with you know what is their background if they've been successful in business before, most likely they're going to have a very strong skill set for real estate syndications
2: yeah absolutely and and in this business, people say. You know, no like and trust all over the place, right? That's something you want to have, no like and trust with the syndicator, and that's something I had to have in my other business. You know, when I'm trading a hundred million dollar loan portfolio, you know, the bank that's buying it is like, you know, Darren. What's your experience with other banks? And then I give them the good, the bad, and the ugly. Like, look, you're going to find a great subset of of loans, but you're also going to have some kicks that don't meet your needs. And then they appreciate knowing that up front. You know, versus just painting a very rosy picture and then they find something else when they get into it.
0: So let's dive into protesting property taxes because I know a lot of people that aren't syndicators don't realize how much it takes up of your expenses on a monthly basis, on a yearly basis when you're investing in Texas. So, kind of walk us through when do you start thinking about protesting taxes for a property that you take over?
2: So, I think in the large scale multifamily world, you should protest every year. So there are companies that focus on protesting property taxes and then they receive a commission basically based on the the savings that they save you and it is a large percentage just to put it in perspective on uh, one of the properties I'm involved with you know it's probably 35 to 40% of the monthly expenses. So let's assume you know, just to give your listeners a perspective on what kind of savings you can earn. Well, if the property tax valuation comes in a million dollars lower, right? And let's just say the property tax were at 3%, that's 30,000 a year. Okay. Well, in the Texas market, you know, you're at 4 to 5% cap rates, you know, let's just use 5%. 5% cap rate, that's a $600,000 valuation difference on your property. So... If you're not protesting your property taxes, I would highly recommend it.
0: Yes. I mean, $600,000 is huge. I and mean, when you're investing in Phoenix and, and Tucson and Arizona, those cap rates are even lower. So uh, yeah. and I know Dallas is headed that way too. So huge difference.
1: Absolutely. Choosing the right insurance coverage for multifamily properties isn't that complicated if you know who to talk to. At the Garzella Group, we're uniquely qualified to help you navigate the range of policy choices you have and we're committed to saving you 30% In the process. We do intensive market research and have nationwide relationships so we can find coverage other insurance brokers simply can't. We should talk. Go to Quotenow.biz and we'll start the conversation.
0: So how do you underwrite for, you know, you're buying a property and you know, property taxes are, are through the roof. How do you underwrite because you don't know how much you're going you're gonna to get back on when you're protesting? <laughs>
2: That's a good question, and I goofed in the underwriting, so you know on the deal um, that I'm referring to is it was in um, Tarrant County in DFW FW area, about twenty minutes south of Fort Worth, and I received advice to use eighty percent of the purchase price for valuation, but what i've learned you know from experience and also from talking to a lot of other syndicators is that it's really, really dependent on the County that you're buying in. So you really need to get advice from other people that have purchased in that county. Um, what happened with us is I underwrote at 80% of the purchase price. And then when we actually received our valuation, they valued it at more than a hundred percent of the purchase price. And if I hadn't protested, you know, if we didn't protest, that would have been a big differential. Um, we did protest and they came back and were able to reduce that number quite a bit. It was still higher than what we had underwrote, but luckily enough we were able to get higher rents than what we underwrote also. So it kind of evened out. Nice. Oh,
0: so they went from, here's your purchase price. They went higher. <laughs> they went high.
2: <laughs> yes. And nobody ever told me that they would go higher than the purchase price. So now like if, you know, what would you do differently? Well, any deal that I'm underwriting in Tarrant County, I'm going to use 90 to 100% of the purchase price, you know, to underwrite. I'm not going to use 80%, no way.
0: So you'll reach out to other sponsors when you're underwriting deals and say, hey, I, know, I think you did a deal in this county. What kind of reduction did you get? And that's how you do
2: that? Absolutely. I would leverage your network to find out what the reality is going to be.
0: Yeah, very important. And this is the type of industry, whether it's real estate taxes, you know, or COVID or Texas freeze, people are so open to sharing information on what they're doing, how they're working through a crisis. And I love it. And so that's why and you say your network is so, so important to solve problems. You don't have to solve problems in the silo by yourself, you know, reach out to others. And obviously you can lean on your property management company as well.
2: Absolutely. One phone call to somebody, can save you and the property thousands and thousands of dollars.
0: Anything else that uh, someone that is just starting to invest in Texas, they should know about property taxes?
2: No, I I would just say that make sure you have that on your radar screen. So underwriting, I would make sure that you, you know, look, a lot of people use a multifamily mentorship group or a coaching group, or they just lean on other people, their general partners. I would highly recommend finding somebody that's done deals in the county that you want to to purchase in and make sure that you're underwriting at the right percentages.
0: And I'm curious, how much of a differential is it between like a Houston and DFW and then Austin or San Antonio? Is it all pretty, you know, just, it's just every county or does the cities vary too?
2: It's the county and it can be substantial. So I don't know the Houston market as well, but I talked to other syndicators that were in the Dallas market. And now I think that they've caught up in the last year or two, but You know, two, three years ago, they were telling me, you know, Dallas, they're not really pushing the valuations very much, you know, from year to year. But Tarrant County, they were were pushing them hard. And so you really have to know where you're buying and find other people that are in that market. Great advice.
0: All right, Darren, I asked this question of all of our guests. What is your asset management superpower?
2: Superpower. I would say uh, relationships. You know, relationships and expectation setting.
0: Awesome. And where can listeners get in touch with you?
2: Best way to, to reach me is uh, my website darrenbatchelder.com. and I am also all over social media on uh, Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn, etc. Awesome.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much, Darren, for coming on the show and adding value on the subject of protesting property taxes to all of our listeners out there. Thanks for listening in, and if you like this episode. Please head over to iTunes and Stitcher and like, subscribe, and review this podcast, as it will help us grow our audience and reach more people. And if you'd like to learn more about what we do at Break of Day Capital, head over to www.breakofdaycapital.com and sign up for our newsletter. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you.